Hi, I'm Shaky, and these are my tales of times forgotten. This is Shaky Subject Matter. All right, everybody, SHKE Radio is coming to you live from Darien with my friend Josh Mowry. Okay, and Josh, what do you do? I am one of the founders of Miskatonic Brewing Company. Um, I used to be a brewer here, but there came a day where I realized I was the least effective member of the production team, so I'm more a production manager, sales rep, uh, all kinds of things around the production process. Okay, so Miskatonic, how did you guys come up with the concept um, so we really, we weren't trying to be too cute or obscure. Uh, big reason behind it is, I mean, obviously I'm a Lovecraft fan, H.P. Lovecraft, uh, but uh, came of a few things around him as a person that we felt like applied to, to brewing in general, craft brewing. Uh, he's someone who, A, was incredibly influential on multiple generations of artists of all kinds, and uh, that's really how it works when you're a brewer. Uh, we all started as someone who was just thinking they were going to have a beer and then tried something different. And it really was like, holy shit, this can be a thing. Like this is something beyond just a Budweiser or a Miller uh, thought and craft and all that. And um, so that influence of the people that came before you is so important. And he was such an important influential figure before so many authors, artists, uh, comic book people, all, all kinds. And that was a big part of it. And then the other thing is he loved to write about stuff that seems normal at first at the start of a story and everything gets more and more tilted till finally half the time someone loses their mind. And so things can go awry quickly and out of nowhere and we like that idea with craft beer. I mean, everything about craft beer is sort of like you start in a place that you understand beer yes. and then you're taken for a ride. So, What, what are some of the names of your HP Lovecraft inspired beers? <laughs> well, we've got uh, Reanimator we just released uh, this past Friday. Uh, which is an imperial stout base that we put in many different kinds of spirits barrels. Uh, and that's obviously a nod to Herbert West reanimator. Uh, but we actually try not to be too focused on beer names that are all in Lovecraft's universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to take Lovecraft as a starting point and go out in like a wide angle. So almost everything lives inside literary or nerd culture or just the kind of things that like live alongside Lovecraft stuff. Yes. Um, we didn't want to get too locked into one thing. So uh, Reanimator is actually probably the most on-the-nose name we've given one of our beers. Okay, uh, so you had some Dungeons & Dragons names coming up. Definitely. We are, like, we're D&D nerds here. We, uh, we have a, a campaign that we do, all of the staff, okay. together from time to time. Um, but we really wanted to have fun with our Imperial Milk Stout series. So we have this big base, uh, Imperial Milk Stout's 10%. It's a big monster of a beer. And we call that base Dungeon Master. And then whenever we come up with a different variant, usually inspired by some sort of confection or combination of flavors we find in cooking, uh, we name it a different D&D monster from the bestiary. So uh, the most recent one was Mimic. Yes. Uh, and the one before that was Gelatinous Cube. Uh, Owlbear is the next one coming up in a month or two. And uh, that's a lot of fun. That was more than anything a way for us to have a lot of fun with the art on our cans. So is this like a gathering place for uh, authors, artists, uh, definitely people into, uh, we have a board game shelf here. Uh, we have people that on a Friday night or Saturday night will be playing 
at one of these tables, a card game or a board game. Um, we try to, from time to time, have game nights here. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, we really wanted our tap room to be the kind of place that people could come and gather and just... We call it the third place, you know, yeah. somewhere that's not home and not work yeah. and uh, have sort of a community feel to it and a place where friends can hang out, play some tavern games or whatnot. Yeah. So how long does it take to make a, a owl beer? Owl bear? So, well, if you're talking from all the way back on concept, it's, it can be quite a while depending. Um, and the art, you know, is its own set, start of development too. But usually recipe formulation for something way different and out there requires a little playing around with the malts and the, the adjuncts are the names of things that are not your traditional beer ingredients that go into a beer like that. Um, and we got to make sure that we feel good about how those are tightened up. But in terms of actual from the day we brew the beer till the day it can be packaged, it's only about four weeks for a beer like that. It okay. takes a couple weeks for fermentation and conditioning in the tank. And then you have sort of the processing of getting it over to another tank to be uh, uh, blended with some of the adjuncts for anything that wasn't added during brew day, and then uh, carbonated and then packaged. Okay, well, that's a that's a lot of work. It's drink. yeah, it's a it's a labor of love for sure. What we do, um, it's a lot of fun. I'm someone who's always loved to cook, and I love to work with my hands. Um, before as a brewer, I worked in a law firm, and just there's nothing more enjoyable than working with your hands and creating something. And so that's a much more rewarding way to spend your day. Even if there are some headaches, it's a production facility. So we have all the headaches of like a major production facility. And then we have a tap room. So you have the headaches of running a public bar, which comes with, you know, sometimes people make foolish decisions while drinking alcohol. Um, But uh, definitely a unique, unconventional way to spend your day to day. And I I love it. Now who does your artwork for you? Uh, it's a friend of ours. His name's Aaron. He, uh, Aaron Mooney. He's a graphic designer in his own right. And uh, just, uh, we met him through his husband, Zach, was an employee of ours. And uh, Aaron came back from college and just made killer art. So we figured, hey, would you be interested, um, even though there's no way in hell we could afford what your quality of work is? And, and he was just so jazzed to have a chance to work with us building into this little world we've created with uh, a lot of people comment that you can tell our cans are our cans even if they're different art like just the sort of world that we've built with the visual aspect of it that Aaron has put into it yeah you can you can find things that they're different but you still know they all sort of belong together which is a really cool way to work it so what you said you had a festival here friday uh not here at the brewery well we had a beer release on friday for um Uh, for Reanimator, and then uh, yesterday we were at a festival in Wheaton um, called uh, Under the Tap, I think it was called. Uh, anyway, it was a local local festival, so it's nice. It's like that perfect medium size of a festival where it's like forty breweries. They're all from the immediate area. Um, the festival is great about wanting to see different, interesting things, not just a flagship beer of ours. Um, so that's a lot of fun for the brewers because we get to see what all of us are doing together. Um, and you always wind up being a booth away from guys you know. It's a small world here in the yeah. brewing world. Um, it's all pretty incestual. A lot of us have worked with each other at different places. So it's nice because you get to spend a few hours with guys you haven't seen in a while, catch up with each other, ask how each other's breweries are doing. Um, unfortunately, the easiest way to never see another brewery is to open your own. So yeah. we're also stuck here as trolls in the cave making the beer or out there trying to sling the liquid at different bars and restaurants that sometimes it's nice to take a breath and catch up with everybody in the community. So you mentioned game nights. 
what the do you guys play Dungeons and Dragons or do you play uh, like Arkham Horror? <laughs> well, we have we have a, we have a group of people that come in and definitely play Arkham Horror, or really? they have the really in in depth stuff. Yeah. Um, our our group we do a D and D campaign together, and then we also. Uh, there's another brewery nearby, Skeleton Key Brewery in Woodridge, and they're all game fans too. And so we'll actually get together the whole group as much as we can from our side of the staff and their side of the staff. And we have some people that are more casual gamers in that group, so we'll often wind up playing, you know, uh, Cash and Guns or something that's more okay. partying, more uh, Secret Hitler yeah. uh, from the Cards Against Humanity folks. Uh, those are a little, obviously, more... Uh, they're, they're a little easier to get going, faster, larger groups of people. Um, and in that way, everyone can sort of just focus on having fun so together. So later on in the night, being in a brewery, the later on in the night, how does the game end up going? Uh, that's when you you tend to go with the simpler and simpler games as the evening yeah, goes okay. on. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, when we were playing a game night with another brewery, you know, that can go into the wee hours. Yeah. So uh, that definitely becomes a thing. Or the conversely, uh, the... Less the more casual gamers melt away through the night, and you're left with the hardcore group, and then yeah. you will yeah. maybe start something a little bit more hardcore. But uh, yeah, kind of you know, I, I'm a fan of all kinds of games, um, so I can do anything that's like a hardcore Euro resource management game yeah. to something that's much more you know fun and light. Yeah. So at the, at the end of the day, the the blast is doing it with other people. I'm a big fan of the. Arc yeah, those so. those games are intense and fun, yeah. super fun. And uh, very fishy. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so uh, what is the address of the Miss Titanic Brewery, uh, Brewery one, Company? 1000 North Frontage Road uh, in Darien, Illinois. Okay. So we're like tucked away into a little industrial area just off of one of the main roads in Darien that comes off of I-55, the Stevenson, one of the main um, arteries of the Chicagoland area. So it's nice. We, we can hit a, the, the highway with a rock from our front door, but we're tucked away a little bit. Um, and we just got a nice little quiet tap room. It's more of a tasting room than a bar. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's nice. We like to, like I said, we try to go for that community well, thing. Well, I noticed on the tables you have the uh, logo burnt into the top of the, the yes. tables out there. Yeah, we, so we built everything by hand here. Uh, we, my partner and I, we were, between the two of us, 20 years of brewing uh, experience in the Chicagoland area. We're kind of vets of it. And so we threw every dollar we had at startup. You know, these are always started on a generally shoestring kind of thing because it's very uh, capital intensive for all the tanks and the equipment. So we should, we threw everything we could over at the equipment side and then we took whatever we had left over and built our, our tap room up ourselves. So all of the tables in the tap room are actually butcher block, butcher block countertop from Ikea that we then sanded and stained. Um, the high boys have our logo burn-in. We actually literally used a blowtorch and a, a hand-cut guide so that we could brand the tops of the tables with our logo. Uh, but we really, we built the bar ourselves with a friend of ours who's a carpenter. Yeah. Um, you know, the top of the bar is a uh, acid-distressed copper top, so it's made to look almost like what a copper kettle would look like after years of using acid to clean it the yeah. way that traditionally it's been used. Um, so we just kind of put, tried to put little touches on everything, but we all did it by hand, and we had like three weeks to do it together. So yeah, it's a great-looking place. Thank I you. Think people should come here. I've been trying to come here for since my friend posted. Told it. you about it about three years ago, I think. <laughs> I was, uh, where is this place? I must see this. We have. It's cool. Every once in a while, we'll have people come in, and we'll have couples be like, "Oh yeah, we we're from Milwaukee, and we heard there's a Lovecraft themed brewery we want to come see." So yeah. it's cool when you realize uh, there are people that will make a trek like that because they see a common interest yeah. somewhere. It's it's humbling too. I mean, like we're not 
we're nothing special beyond just like we you know we love making beer um, and we love having fun with the sort of theme of it all. Yeah. And, uh, so when people are that jazzed about it, it feels great. It's good. Do you guys do like a Halloween party or? We will usually have a Halloween event where we tap something new. Uh, you know, if you come in costume, like you know, there's a discount on your bill. Like we try to, to, to uh, you know, um, work up the. Halloween's obviously a jam of a holiday for us. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we we uh, just generally try and find uh, every quarter something fun like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole reason we got into this is to go a little bit deeper than just a beer. So having having those extra intangibles is always enjoyable. And you have a I see you have a wide array of merchandise such as shirts. What do they call the the beer holder? Oh, the Cthusi? The, the, oh, oh, you mean the growlers? Yeah, the growlers. Oh, the glass growlers. Yeah, we are. Yeah, our our, our koozies are called kathuzies. Okay. So we've got the name on them. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, well, the logo's fun. Uh, we were really. The, there was that eureka moment the first time we saw the logo, design. They were like, "That is it. That's definitely it." And uh, we really enjoyed. Uh, that pick that that image and it's a silhouette and you can put a silhouette on anything silhouettes are great because they're striking and yeah. and everything so we tend to throw it on anything we can yeah that's a, it's cool okay so once again let's uh, tell them where you're at so we're in Darien uh, just southwest of the city we're only like 20 minutes from the McCormick place if it's uh, if it's not rush hour if it's rush hour that's quite a bit of time but uh, any other time it tends to be a pretty straight shot um, just southwest of the city and um, just in the thick of the western suburbs, essentially. Okay. Darien, Illinois. And your hours are? Uh, we are closed on Monday, but Monday through or Sunday, or excuse me, Mon Tuesday through Sunday we're open. Uh, we open at 3 p.m. during the week, uh, close at 10 p.m. And then once we hit Friday, we open at 2 a little earlier, but we go to 11 p.m. And then Saturday is noon to 11 p.m. And Sunday is noon to 7 p.m websites uh yep com, brewing with an ing um and all the social media stuff um i'm getting better and better about that i'm like a 50 year old trapped in a 30 year old's body so i'm a 50 year old trapped in a 50 year old <laughs> but uh yeah i'm getting better and better with social media every year but uh, luckily we have some younger employees to help too okay and look for game nights and beer releases, and all kinds of things at Miskatonic Brewing Company in Darien, Illinois. Good night. Cheers.